and welcome to the Enchantress Society with Tia Johnson, a place where you get to be you, where you get to unlock your magic in a sacred and judgment-free zone. The Enchantress Society is your witchy sisterhood of enchanting women who guides and supports you along your spiritual journey from the mundane to the magical. I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. Hello, Enchantress. Welcome to the first episode of May. Can you believe it already? And I'm here for it. What I realized is that time is moving faster and time is going to be a word. I'm going to be saying often in this episode because this is what I'm hearing. Time, time, time. Transitions. And that May is the month. (laughs) I'm hearing the month. And capital T. T, capital H, capital E. I read somewhere too that, um, especially during eclipses, time seems to go fast. And what I want to say about that is we are on a fast track to getting to the point of certain things in our lives. And so basically be prepared, be prepared for what you ask for. It is definitely coming. All right. So we're going to dive more into that. I pulled some Oracle cards. I'm super excited for this topic, divine timing, when a situation no longer serves you. And I have to give credit where credit is due. My project manager came up with the topic for this. Knowing when to leave a situation, following your intuition, I was stumped. Oh, actually, I don't want to say stumped. I've been in hermit mode for a while now. And while I do send my project manager batch material, every now and then there are breaks and I don't know exactly what to come up with. And when I was texting her, hey, you know, I, I don't know what to talk about. She came through and boom, talk about this. And so I'm saying this to one, give credit where credit is due, but also to note that it's good to have people around you who, when you're asking for help, can provide that help in some way, shape, or form. And it's also about knowing who to ask. Sometimes, at least especially when I was younger, I used to ask a couple of people, a few people, you know, for, for their advice or, you know, just whatever the case may be, asking them something. And you, you just got to realize who that advice is coming from because it's not always right. And sometimes it can make you question what you're doing. And it doesn't mean that that person is doing something uh, with, with uh, malintent. Sometimes they're just not qualified to give advice. And I mean that in the most respectful way. Sometimes they're just not. And sometimes they are low-key not trying to help you, but acting as if they want to help you. So I just want to bring that to the light because that's what I'm being nudged to do is to remind people who they can and cannot go to for certain things. Okay, it's nice to to think that we can go to certain people (laughs) for help, Um, but that's not the case. And so I was just really grateful for that because sometimes the message needs to come from somewhere else. Sometimes we do need to just not put our input, (laughs) okay, and let certain things come to us. And like, okay, that's what I should do. That's what I need to talk about. So on that note, I want to uh, bring up two more things before we dive into this topic. If we are not connected on Instagram, let's remedy this situation, okay? My main Instagram is cosmic underscore witch underscore goddess. And the, um, the podcast IG is enchantress underscore 
podcast. Excuse me. I can't even. <laughs> it's Enchantress underscore society underscore podcast. Wow. Okay. I, I know it. I promise. <laughs> Enchantress underscore society underscore podcast on Instagram. All right. So uh, if you remember a few months ago, I uh, held a three-day masterclass, Activating Your Inner Goddess. That is now available on my website. So you will get all three days uh, material, the videos, the worksheets in one day that you can, uh, you know, uh, I was going to say digest at your leisure. I'm just like, there's a better word for that, (laughs) that you can explore at your leisure. Okay. And I made it available for 55 bucks, the number of change. Okay. I love it. So uh, you can go to my website, tamariejohnson.com and get all that training, all the activating your inner goddess training, uh, expressing yourself was, is the first day uh, pressure principle is the third and the second day is escaping me right now but it was such a fun course let me see uh goddess lifestyle was day two so day one express yourself day two was uh goddess lifestyle and day three is the pressure principle all right now the topic for today this this is no easy feat to leave a situation that no longer serves you to even mentally call it a quits. That's where it starts. You're in a relationship that's a dead end, a job that's a dead end, friends dead end, family dead end. Like nothing is really flourishing or it once flourished and now it plateaued, it's not going anywhere or things just need to end. And sometimes even thinking that causes us to feel guilty. Oh, I shouldn't feel that way. I should be grateful. And I talked about this before, how people use words to guilt trip us. They weaponize it against us. You know, oh, be grateful that you have a job. It's like, that's not the point. (laughs) The point is it's impacting my mental health in a negative way. The point is... I'm going over and beyond and not being compensated for it. The point is, I just need a time out. The point is, it's one-sided and it's been that way for too long. There are no changes, therefore I need to change, right? And, And many times people will convince you of staying as opposed to ask you why you feel like you need to leave. And that right there for so many people is a heartbreaker. Imagine you have a legitimate complaint. And yes, you could just be venting. Maybe it was an off day, whatever the case may be. But imagine a time where you were just fed up, you're frustrated, you were done. And someone had the nerve to tell you about all the good things going on. And how you just basically need to get over it and be grateful. That is gaslighting. That's a spiritual gaslighting in many ways. That's saying, oh, you're you're crazy, basically, or oh, you're you're not getting it. That's just the way it is. No. That's one thing I love about my generation and and some of the baby boomers who get it, and even beyond that who get it, is that. We also have to be fulfilled. It's not about an external, you know, feed me, pour into me, you know, worship me. No, it's about, especially if you're in in a job, that's not exactly what you want to do, but you you are working to support yourself so you can get to where you want to be. When something's not fulfilling, and you're just like, okay, I'm going to work through this till I get to where I want to be. And you come up with suggestions for improvement, or you try to just bring a fresh perspective 
and you're constantly getting shot down for it. You're constantly getting overlooked. What's that going to do to you eventually? It's going to make you go on autopilot, not care. And, and I'm just getting a vision of being from like an in color to gray, static, black and white. Right, it's just like a fading of color. I'm just on all about it. I'm just here. I'm existing. I'm a background character. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't ask me for anything. <laughs> I'm clocked in, clocked out. Have a nice day or don't. I don't care. <laughs> okay. So I, I get it in a relationship. I can't begin to tell you how many times people have told me how they've gone to even professionals for help. And the professional is giving them the, the speech of, well, you, you only get, you know, one mom, one father. Well, you know, your, your husband, he takes on and just discounts the person's feelings. Okay. This episode and by extension working with me will never be a discounting of your feelings. This isn't about trying to find the good stay. This is about you understanding for yourself, making that discernment that enough is enough and I can do better. I can attract, I can find better because I can. So let's get into a few things. Some, some signs that it's time to go because, yes, there is divine timing, but we have to also be proactive. We can't sit there and visualize and do all these meditations and then, boom, expect something to happen within a week or two. We have to do things, okay, whether that's at the very basic level of cleaning our house even um, in the vision of um, lemon uh, uh, being poured on, like like a lemon concoction being poured on the floor and you're, you're wiping it. So you're cleansing your house, adding zest to it, things like that, cleaning out your closet. It could be the basic mundane things all the way up to removing people from your life, looking at some of your habits that just aren't productive and things like that. So the, the first sign here is, there's nothing more to give, okay? Because again, with this divine timing, the universe will respond to your energy, your frequency. So if you are thinking like, yeah, I, I need to go, but you're not doing anything that's a go motion, then you're going to be in this limbo-ish place. So think about this. There's nothing more to give. You're in a relationship and you, you put so much into it, but you're not receiving enough. And you know what's enough per your relationship. Every one relationship is different. So I'm not going to say if, you know, you're, you're significant others paying all the bills and you don't pay bills is one-sided. No, however you have your relationship set up, that's for you. So I'm not going to in particulars of who should be doing what and things like that per your relationship you know when you've given all you can give and there's nothing more to give it's not flourishing it reached this plateau there's nothing else there okay you've done all you can do and there's, and even with a job, there's no amount of change or money to get you to stay. <clears throat> okay, for example, at a job, you want to make some suggestions to management. You're saying, you know, since you're the person on the floor, can XYZ changes happen? And they turn around and make different changes, which as a collective of the employees, that's not what you wanted, <laughs> okay? Um, you're going for a promotion and they're constantly saying that they don't have the money to give you what you want. 
even though you've been going over and beyond, it's clear that you're going over and beyond, or it's clear that you are doing the work that is really above your pay grade and you're not being compensated. So you go to leave and now they want to make you an offer. Or you go back and forth with them for a while and then finally they give you a decent offer. And it's just like, we didn't have to go through all this. Okay. So at that time, you got to make a decision. Do you stay there for a year? You know, take, take that bonus and then leave. What do you do? And you have to understand the value that you have there and how they see you. Because it's easy to want to do more because of your work ethic. It's easy to just do more because it needs to get done and maybe someone else is slacking and you just, you just have to get in there. But there will come a time where the back and forth, where the over beyond will get exhausting because that's not sustainable. So one is there's nothing more for you to give. What else can you do? The changes aren't enough or not happening. It's been pretty stagnant, slow growth. What else can you do? You've been direct and people still want to do what they want to do. Talking about relationships here. You can only do but so much. Next is, it's very one-sided. Okay, so the first part, number one is, you've gotten to a certain level, right? And, and now there, there's nothing more. This, this job, this relationship, even location where you live can do for you, right? And you're feeling that change of newness needed. Two is, it's always been one-sided. You've been the one that's been doing so much and you're not getting appreciated. Okay. Your emotions aren't being acknowledged. You've been trying to explain it in so many ways and no one's getting it and because they don't want to get it. So basically, if this was a relationship, that person is using you for stability. They're still doing pretty much what they want to do and they make you feel good sometimes, but they're using that for stability. Are you for stability? If you have, uh, you know, a job where you're working with the client and they're constantly sending things late, they're constantly uh, just piling up things on you and giving you shoddy work and expect you to, to perform miracles every single time. They're just being disrespectful. And again, the work ethic comes in. Your work ethic, your love, all that starts to kick in. But I encourage you to pump the brakes a little bit (laughs) and zoom out, okay? And really understand that if something is heavily one-sided to the point where you are constantly drained and it seems like other people around you who you are helping are always thriving, that's a problem. You should not always have to be the bigger person. You should not always have to be the one who's burnt out, always coming to save the day, always there. And they're like, thank you. Sure, sure, sure. But then they go off and treat someone else to dinner. Someone else gets the promotion or the employee of the month or the bonus or whatever the case may be. You're just like, how does that work? (laughs) It's like, uh, it's like that audio on, um, on Instagram, where you find that? Amazon? Like, <laughs> like where, 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 how, how does that work? But we see this. We see this, right? And yes, there are people who do get compensated for their work. Yes, for sure. And not uh, discounting that, not pretending that it doesn't happen. But it doesn't happen enough. And a lot of times it's after people had to speak up over and over and over and over again. And it's like trying to prove your work over and over and over again. Um, So let's keep that in mind. And before I get to number three, let's get to these Oracle cards. 
Now, right, so the first card I pulled is forgiveness. And what I love about this card is that it's a woman uh, who's looking at a waterfall. And I can't tell if the sun is setting or rising because it's, it's the orange red tone, which can very well be during the sunrise or sunset. And this woman is looking at the waterfall. She has long, flowy red hair, and she's just by herself looking at this waterfall. And now I'm hearing TLC song, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> so with this card, it, this is partially for, forgive yourself, but this also has to do with forgiving situations. Sometimes it's not about just a person or just saying, forgive yourself and move on. Forgive the person. This is about situations where it's easy to pick it apart and get mad and think, you know what? Like I didn't even want to stay here long. I didn't really want to be in this relationship. I was given a chance. That's okay. That's okay. Don't worry. Don't, don't, don't focus on beating yourself up or, or, you know, anything like that. Focus on the fact that it's an ending in a beginning, get happy, get excited for the other side. You've, you've already processed what worked, what didn't work. So we can put that to us to the side for a moment. You can always reflect later. Definitely vent and get it out of your system. But spend some time where you can relax. And, and receive, get, get a pedicure, get a manicure. One of, a, one of the, the quick spells that I say when I'm getting my nails done is I receive, I receive, I receive. Just implying that I am receptive to my desires. I desire to get my toes painted a certain color and I'm, I'm letting that happen. I'm not talking about it. I'm not saying I don't have time for it. I'm not trying to do it myself, knowing that I can't paint my nails for any, I try. It's a bit sad because I'm ambidextrous and I still can't paint my nails. It's an art, okay? It is a craft. <laughs> so I'm understanding what I can and can't do. I'm not good at it. I could practice maybe a little bit more, but i rather pay a small business owner that's their profession that's what they do plus they know what to do I don't know what to do (laughs) so receive I receive I receive I receive start practicing that I receive I receive because this is also about allowing yourself to be more on that receptive end okay and understanding that the things that we want show up in slightly different ways sometimes okay for example if you want a neon green bike and there's a dark green bike on sale get the dark green bike (laughs) okay it's it's like sometimes it's slight differences sometimes okay and also I'm being called to look at these birds in the distance which I did not see before and this is one thing that that is truly crazy about oracle cards even tarot cards you can look at a card multiple times pull this card multiple times and still see something new that you didn't see before because it wasn't meant for you to see certain things until it was time like when i first looked at this card i did not see birds now i'm seeing all these birds And uh, this is about being taken to new heights, riding off. Okay, now I'm hearing sunset, riding off into the sunset, flying into the sunset. Think of all the cool 80s movies where, you know, it's like off into the sunset. It's just fun. You know, it's just the, the drive, right? So focus on that forgiveness. And also there's, oh, okay. There's also a, um, like a, a bubble, like a shield around her. Cause she's like glistening, um, radiating beautiful energy. So also focus on um, defense. Okay. So protective magic. I talked about that in a previous episode with Alexis. Uh, let me see if I can find it for you. But focus on that. 
Okay, protecting yourself, which is funny because the <laughs> the last part is protection. So, you know, put put make sure that you're putting yourself in a in a nice little protective bubble and don't let anyone disturb your peace. Don't tell everyone your moves because this is a time of great transitions for you. All right, so that episode was where to go. I literally just pulled it up. Okay, episode two eighty four, hexing and other misconceptions with the glamour witch Alexis Jackson. So we talked about uh, protective magic in that episode. Excuse me, in that episode as well, two eighty four. All right, the next card is healing. So we have a lot of water energy from the waterfall. And also what I want to say about the waterfall before I get to the healing is that it's the end, right? Like the path that led to the waterfall is now ending. And in a way, it's like a new cycle to the waterfalls. And then there's a new stream that's happening. But understand that that newness does not mean to hit the reset button on a relationship or a job, right? This is new territory. Things are changing. Things are ending, being cleansed, and new things are happening. All right. Healing. And so this is a beautiful, she looks like a, um, like a, an, an older teenager about to go into her her 20s, like her, her actual adulthood years. And she just looks very wise and she's holding a candle, a green candle in her hands and it's melting and there's just like, I guess, wine in the background. It's very beautiful. Very, um, her eyes are closed. Like she's just centered and there's a uh, light sparkles around her. And at the top of her crown chakra is, there's a, it's like a, um, like a, a ball of light and so what this card really um is saying is again to put yourself in that bubble because the 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 sparkle light around her is creating a circle so send yourself healing energy work on your your heart chakra the color for is green the color for healing is green it could be blue as well too for many people um make sure that you are working on the areas that need to be healed because when you do that you become 10 times stronger because it is the areas in which we need to be healed that hold us back as well for example if you are someone who really looks for external approval you don't like being alone And maybe that stems from childhood where you were always seeking the approval of your parents and they never gave it to you and their love was very conditional. So you just feel like, oh my gosh, I'm never alone. I don't feel that, that love. I need to have someone around me. Now is the time to forgive that situation, focus on how you can heal from that, whether it's working with your inner child whether it's doing shadow work, going to a Reiki practitioner, going to a therapist, okay, I would say talk to your parents or whoever is the offender. A lot of times they're not going to take accountability. (laughs) So, I mean, that could be a dead end. Now, do some people say, oh my gosh, like I am so sorry. I I thought I was doing the right thing by pushing you or whatever the case may be. Of course. However, that tends not to be the case for many people, or at least the people who, who work with me. So therapists, uh, sauna, steam room, massages, meditation, Reiki practitioner, inner child, generational wounds, start working on all of that. I know it may sound easier said than done. And that's because shadow work isn't easy. (laughs) This is the truth. Shadow work is deep. You will have ugly cries, 
but there's beauty on the other side. I want to talk about that as well. So focus on your own healing. Literally, no one has to know the healing that you're going through. No one has to know that you're seeing a therapist. Don't think that, oh my God, I'm going to be exposed. Who, who's going to know? Who, who's going to know? Right? We have telehealth now more than ever. You can go for a drive and, you know, park somewhere and then be on a call with your therapist. Okay? So really focus, pour into your healing. Don't let anyone bust your bubble, that, that, that bubble of peace, healing. So many more things are going to come from that when you, when you do that and work on protection magic. Protection magic will be your best line of defense for those emotional vampires and everyone else who's been benefiting off of your over and beyond work. And then last but not least, we have the protection card. And this woman looks like Mother Christmas or <laughs> like just someone who's bearing gifts. There's greens and a lot of greens here. Some reds in the background, a lot of reds too. And she's pregnant, but she's holding the world. Like the world is where her stomach is. Her chest is just luminous, radiating white and yellow. And she's being very protective of herself. You know, it's like, it's like Mother Earth. So you need to be protective of who you are. You got to. And, you know, Earth is a very nourishing foundational element. Okay? Nurture your foundations. Your foundations are what will help you to usher yourself to that next level, to leave what needs to be left. Okay? Because once you are in your protective spiritual gear, you're mentally stronger than ever before, you forgive yourself, you healed, you're unstoppable. You know your worth at an even deeper level. This is when you can really zoom out from a relationship, from a job, from a friendship and go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm supposed to work here until what age? So I'm supposed to do this for another 30 years. And I've already been here for X amount of years. I haven't seen much change. Or wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm in a relationship with you. It's been five years. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, we're not having those talks. I mean, what, what are we doing? Friendships. This person really only calls me when there's some drama or when they need help or when they just want to emotionally dump. I'm trying to remember the last time they called me just to see how I'm doing. When's the last time they called for, hey, let's get a cup of coffee. Hey, you want to you go for a walk? Hey, you want to go to lunch? Lunch is on me today. Yeah, start taking note of that. So moving on. The third way to know, and of course there are many ways, but here are just the, the, the three indications I've seen time and time again. You just know. So one is nothing more to give. Two is heavily one-sided. Three is you just know. It's your intuition. You're saying, I'm done. This is stupid. I'm done. Like I have nothing else to, to, to do, to say, to give. I'm done. You just know. And the reason why I say this one for last is because when we have those thoughts, sometimes people may say, oh, that just sounds like one of those intrusive thoughts. Or, oh, no, you don't, don't think like that because, no, 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 think like that. Not enough people spend time to be with their thoughts. It's a scary thing for a lot of people because what happens, you have a lot of free-flowing thoughts. Also, I need a round of applause for that because with these brackets, saying words that begin with F and then a TH <laughs> was not easy. <laughs> so I'm a little bit proud of myself there. Anyway, um, and sometimes you do have intrusive thoughts, but that's not it. That is your intuition. That is your, 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 your soul, your inner workings. That's all of you saying, hey, enough is enough. That's, that's you knocking on the door, right? Saying, hey, 
hey, your intuition is like, hey, hey, we we got to go. We we have to go. This is draining. You just know. So don't deny your thoughts. Don't don't dismiss your thoughts. Okay. How many times have you dismissed a thought and you shouldn't have? I hear this often. Oh, you know, I was going to do that. I was going to pick that number. I was going to pick that box. I was going to go there. Why why did you dismiss that thought? Okay. So listen to your thoughts. Not everything we think or see and feel are real, right? That's why sometimes we got to get the full scope of things. Okay. You see someone hugging and maybe they're hugging for a little bit long. And you might think, oh, they're probably dating. But little do you know, that person was crying a few moments ago and their friend is saying that it's going to be okay. But from a distance, it looks like they are involved, right? So it, it, all the things that, that we see are necessarily true. We just got to we gotta learn a little bit more, learn a little bit more, okay? So I want to also talk about the, the feelings and, and things we can do when we're ready to go. So, because I I don't want to deny the feelings, that feeling of being scared, what's next, what am I going to do, how is this going down, process that, okay? When it's time to leave a situation that's no longer serving you, sometimes you can leave that day. Sometimes you can't, and you need to strategize. Nevertheless, make sure that you are in some way, shape, or form, expressing your feelings. I don't care if you're talking to a therapist or your best friend. I don't even care if you look in the mirror and talk to yourself. You need to hear those thoughts and feelings out loud sometimes or process it. That's what I do. When I talk out loud, I go, holy shit, that's wow. Sometimes I solve my own problems by talking out loud. So, of course, you're going to feel scared because the job is safe and, you know, quote unquote, safe, right? Because we've seen over these last couple of decades how even these safe jobs aren't safe. Uh, Relationship. Society will trick you into thinking that you're better off being in a relationship than single. Don't break up a family. You think the kids don't know that the parents don't like each other? I tell people this often, give kids some credit. I'm not saying that they can run a city, you know, be a mayor, a governor, anything like that at the age of eight. But what I'm saying is they are very perceptive. <laughs> you know, you're thinking staying, and, and I'm not saying that it makes things better for the kid right away. Of course not. I have some friends who have seen their parents get divorced and it's not easy for sure. I'm not discounting that, but to have in your mind that you're doing it for the kids because you think it's a good look for the kids, you're mistaken. The kids know many times what's going on. Yes, there are times where it's like pulling rug from underneath your feet. However, the people who I talk to, they've said, no, I can tell my parents didn't like each other. They were just existing. So don't kid yourself about what you think. And as the saying goes, optics. Okay. A lot of times people are, can see through that curtain because it's sheer and people are make-believing that is OPEG and that they don't know what's going on. So it's okay to feel scared. It's okay. I get it because you feel comfortable in certain places. And you might be thinking, well, where I'm going to get the money and what's going to happen? Let's talk about it. Strategy will be your best friend. And I wish the the odds or the probability of the, the stories of when you hear people who, you know, take the money, they go gambling, and then they win back all the money and now they can pay everyone on the payroll. Or, you know, they quit their job and they they had a small inheritance, so they used that or whatever the case may be. I wish I could say more of that happened. Like, it was a higher, it's a high probability when you just quit that 
the next day something's going to happen. Or you, as you're walking out to your job, you bump into someone and the connection is made and boom, you got money coming in. I wish I could say it happened like that, but that's not the case many times. So you would have to strategize six months, even a year in advance. Think about your expenses. What, what can you cut back on right now? Now, I'm not talking about not getting avocado toast. Okay, this is not one of those. If you do this at the end of the year, you have $120 saved. Who, who cares? Like, that's great. That's wonderful. Wonderful. But I mean, realistically, if, if you're having a, one of those days and you want to go get your venti, caramel, frappuccino, whatever, go get the freaking frappuccino. The $5 is not going to kill you. Okay. Now, if you have a problem where it's just, you know, something extreme, yes, reconsider. But if you're doing all that just to get the $120 in the end of the year, it's just, I guess. But what I'm saying is, what are some legit areas that you need to cut back on? Is it a subscription service that you don't utilize? Because here's the thing. Maybe walking out to that cafe and getting an avocado toast doesn't make sense on paper, right? It doesn't make sense. But maybe that's your outlet. Maybe that's your little luxury thing. Maybe that's when you, you meet up with a friend and you just talk and, it's, and that's so therapeutic. It just, it, it helps you, whatever it is. Let's go do that then. Because it, it's easy to say, cut out this and cut out that and, and, you know, do all these things. And then at the end of the year, maybe you'll have a hundred bucks. But if that's the one thing that just makes you happy and maybe you get it once or twice a week, okay, or bi-weekly, so what? If that's your little pie of happiness. So is there a, a side gig you can pick up that you can just save that money? A relationship, maybe you live together. You're like, well, how can I move out? Talk to one of your friends who you trust and say, look, th- this is not working out. I'm looking to move out. Can I slowly uh, put some of my essential stuff in your home, in your closet? You know, I just I just want to move out, but I don't want to be abrupt. I just wanted to be basically under the radar. So when I am ready to leave, I can just leave and I can come back for the, the other things, but the stuff that are near and dear to my heart, I want to put that up somewhere or even get a storage unit. Right? Start strategizing, mapping out what you need to do. What would that mean if you left that job? What would you be able to continue, continue to do or pull back a little? Could the side make make up for certain things? Do you have your resume together? Have you been reaching out, networking with people to pick up more clients, more uh, expanding your network? Like, what are the things that you can do to be proactive to make that divine timing work even better for you? Because that's the thing with divine timing, it works when we work. So are you speaking with anyone? Are you even entertaining the thought of a new job? Okay, so one, make sure you're strategizing, mapping out, putting money to the side, slowly moving out, getting a side gig, sprucing up your resume, changing your clothes, because this is a time of great change. So letting go of the old, start throwing out those clothes, all of them, all of them that's not serving you, okay? Clothes that complement your body type. What do you want to focus on? Do you have long legs? 
Okay, maybe you want to show them off a little bit. So start buying, you know, skirts with splits and, you know, short skirts, whatever, whatever you, you want to flaunt a little bit. Maybe you like your arms. Whatever. Start investing in clothes that make you feel good, that are a reflection of who you are, because that helps too. If you are dressing the same way you dress, but then you're looking to change, the vibe is still a little off. So start tweaking the clothes that you're wearing. I got a pile of clothes now that I'm about to donate. I do this every so often. And I look and say, that's not, a, that's not Tia anymore. That's not a Tia article of clothing. And that now I can further step into that newness. So let's talk about how we can make this even more of a reality because we talked about strategizing the, the, the process of, you know, timing. Do we need six months, a year? What's going on with, uh, you know, that moving out process, like how we can do that? Next is to mentally think about this, like really visualize your next situation. If you're leaving a a relationship, visualize the next person. What does he do for you? What do you do for him? What does he look like? What does he smell like? What what, what places do you go to? Like really just visualize an entire situation. And when you wake up, visualize it. Like just constantly mentally process that. If you are in... um, a, a relationship and you are thinking like I just really need to get out quickly start thinking about it in in a fast track manner okay like just get your mind to process to think it's going to happen it's going to like faster faster and just allow your imagination to kick in Okay, so when you're leaving, like as fast as a waterfall can be, (laughs) things can happen really quickly, right? Just that quick ending. And you might have a period of being single for a while where you can focus on your healing and protection and then welcome that new person. All right. Uh, Same thing with the job. You're ready to leave. Start envisioning the career you want. Or maybe you're ready to be an entrepreneur. Start mentally processing that. Okay. And and not just all the good parts of entrepreneurship, but imagine yourself in a business meeting and how you would conduct that. Okay, like like really get involved because you know, sometimes with entrepreneurship, people look at the end result and think, oh, you know, you just gotta work really hard. Entrepreneurship will make you question your mental sanity. Um <laughs> the next is so you're gonna pull it from from the ethers, okay, from 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 uh, a a higher dimension, if you will. So we are existing on multiple timelines, multiple realities. So basically you're just, you're pulling from this, uh, how, how can I explain? It's everything that we want is this. So we're taking it from that plane and we are pulling it in and we do that with our frequency our imagination, our vibration. So as you are cleaning up, as you are throwing out the old, because remember, everything's symbolic. The the language of the universe is symbolism. So if you are throwing away or donating old clothes, cleaning your home, saying, this doesn't work for me, no, focusing on your protection and your healing, Things are going to start to open up one by one by one, and you're going to shift your reality. So imagine you hopping from one lane to another or driving one lane and you switch lanes, and now you're in this lane, and now you're going faster. Okay, so the more you visualize, the more you mentally prepare, the more you feel it like it's real, like it's here, and you go out in the world, and you put yourself in places that make you feel good that are um, helping you to 
add more value in your life. And you'll know what that is for you because through processing uh, discernment, you know that this this event is for me. This event is not for me. This event will fuel my soul. This event will not. So you start involving yourself with the right people, the right events, and you'll see that shift happen because you're literally pulling that reality into your sphere by doing this. And that's how you bring it into your reality. You're you're getting out there. You are believing. You are surrendering. You're constantly working on yourself. And so when it's time for you to leave, because you've done all this work, and when that time actually comes, not only would you be able to put your hand on the doorknob, turn it and open the door, you'll be able to walk through it. And this is important because I've seen people who talk so much, put some work in about the change they want to see, but when it came time to open the door and walk through it, nope. When it came time to receive that package from the universe, they didn't sign off on it. And that's a little little heartbreaking. It's, it's a little sad. It's you know, people work to get to a certain point and sometimes they become afraid of their own power and they rather stay at a certain place, even though they know it's going to get worse. So I encourage you to practice walking through that door because the other side is freedom and endless possibilities. When you... Okay, do, do this exercise. Take a day off of work and go to lunch. Don't time yourself. Just, just go to lunch. And pick a day that's a, like a Tuesday, a, a, a popular day where people would be at work. Not a Friday where some people leave early, they take off, or even a Monday. Pick like a Tuesday or Wednesday. Just go, go chill. I mean, you could do a Monday, but just, just go to lunch. Don't time yourself. And make sure you don't have anything else planned that day. Like, don't, don't make this a day where you go to the doctor's office. No. Wide open day. Go to lunch. Don't time yourself. Just pace yourself. You know, just relax. Order the food that you want. Don't get caught up in... Uh, I don't want to order the food that you want. Take your time. Look around the restaurant. Look the waiter in the eyes. Strike up a little conversation with them. Savor your food. Like really notice the flavor of your food. And see how that feels. That freedom of, oh, I got to get back to office at 1. I got to get, get back at 1230, right? That freedom to just enjoy your lunch. You don't have any other obligations. You can enjoy all the flavors. You can be in that zone. It's beautiful. I eat at restaurants by myself often, and it's beautiful when you take your time, acknowledge the flavors. It's beautiful. That feeling will help you to get in that frequency. So when it is time for you to leave, You can walk through that door with a smile, no regrets, not feeling sorry, not feeling guilty. You may cry a little bit because it is the end of an era. And sometimes the job wasn't bad. It's just, it's not enough. It's it's a dead end. There's nothing else they can do for you. There's nothing you can do for them. It doesn't always have to be a horrible ending. Sometimes it's just, 
I got to move on. But you have to have that feeling, that readiness that can be (laughs) give yourself more credit. Give yourself more credit. Always bet on yourself. Your number one support system is you. You're you're your first line of defense. You are your first support system. And know that there are so many more beautiful things waiting for you when you make the decision to put yourself first. When you make the decision that enough is enough. When you make the decision that you're the CEO of your life and you have the power to shift your reality, people Some people tend to discount the amount of time it takes, but I'm going to tell you something. A year goes by real fast. It goes by really fast. Okay. I mean, look, we're in May already. Already. It's already been a year since I've been in my new place. Over a year now. A year goes by fast. I don't even recognize myself sometimes when I look at older pictures like wow that was a year ago already time I don't want to say it isn't real but it's not it, it is and it isn't and now I'm hearing a wrinkle in time is <laughs> I gotta reread that book um what I'm saying is When you talk to a parent, they can't believe where the time went. They can't. It's it's amazing. I was talking to my my one of my friends this past weekend, and she just because I was telling her like I can't believe how tall your children are, and they're growing so nicely, and still it's just unbelievable the years that went by. And she was saying, "Yeah, it's like you, you, she she's the physical manifestation of cycles, you know, because." While we know people get older, when you're a parent, like you, you really see it because it's, it's a little part of you out there in the world. And it's just like, wow, we're a decade already? Are you sure? And then other times it feels like time is taking forever. Okay? Don't let time be your enemy. It's super easy to want to speed up time and to, you know, wonder why isn't this happening now? And sometimes I don't like to say divine timing because (laughs) there are things that went now, but it never fails. It never fails. Every time something didn't happen when I wanted to happen, it's always been a blessing because then I was more ready for that thing to happen at a later date where I couldn't have sustained it prior. Okay. So don't get frustrated with time. I know that's easier said than done. Instead, focus on you, your growth, going out to places, fueling your soul, finding your happiness, maintaining your peace, Focus on all that, your healing, understanding your value, your worth on a deeper level, okay? And you will most certainly shift your reality and be fully prepared to leave in divine timing because you've done so much work, because you strategize, because you know your game plan, okay? (sighs) That's what I have for you today, dear Enchantress. I felt like I talked so much and I put another car and passion came up again, reds, yellows, oranges popping up. So work on your lower chakras, work on your heart chakra. Okay. Focus on your talents. All right. Because you are a talented person and your strengths. Okay. Cause these are the things that's going to take you to where you want to be. So get inspired, start planning, All right, pace yourself and make sure you're maintaining your peace. 
All right, I am sending you so many blessings, lots of love. You know, I'm rooting for you. Be kind to yourself until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in, Magical One. Let's keep in touch. Join the VIP email list by going to tmariejohnson.com. And as always, I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you. And remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time.